Hello everybody and welcome back to I Hate the IWC, a pro wrestling solo podcast where I talk about some of the biggest topics and debates in the world of wrestling. I look at good things about them, bad things about them, I'll give you a little bit of my opinion, but of course the main thing is that you guys form your own opinions and are not forced into thinking a certain way by the extremely toxic IWC, as what always seems to happen with wrestling now unfortunately. Today we're talking about something a little bit different, the match announced for Crown Jewel 2022 in Saudi Arabia, the main event, Logan Paul versus Roman Reigns for the WWE Undisputed Universal Championship. So I'm going to start off by giving you a list of a few reasons why I think this match is a good idea, and then towards the end of the episode I'm going to give you my main reason for why I think it's a bad idea, and it's something that I have discussed previously about Roman Reigns run as champion on other episodes of the podcast but I'm not going to spoil it now if you want to hear that unfortunately you have to stick around for the whole episode well hopefully it's not unfortunately hopefully you want to and we're going to anyway but we're going to save that for towards the end and I'll tell you right at the end which way I'm leaning because I actually think I need to go through it in my head again and sort of say it out loud because I'm not 100% sure but we will get to that one thing though quickly before we dive into it This is mainly going to be talking about the match in general. Is it a good idea to have such a popular internet star and somebody who's delved into other sports before and is basically just a huge figure before he came into the WWE in Logan Paul, main eventing a pay-per-view against the biggest star in wrestling? That's mainly the theme. It's not actually about the build because I'm actually recording this straight after recording the last episode that I've just put out, which was about... War Games actually being on the main roster at Survivor Series. Now, I'm not sure when this episode will go out. It might not even be the episode that comes out directly after the War Games one. There might be some breaking news that happens in between, and I get a chance to record another podcast. So I might save this one for a little bit, because as a recording, it's the 23rd of September, and Crown Jewel isn't for over another month. It's November the 5th, so there's plenty of time for this podcast to go out. So I'm not going to be talking about, like, say, the build for it, on SmackDown. So far, the only SmackDown we've had since the match was announced was the one where Logan Paul sort of came out, then the entire bloodline except Roman came out. Logan hit Sammy and he fell over, then Ricochet and Sammy had a match and all of that. But I'm sure the build will be good because I think Logan Paul is really entertaining and obviously the bloodline are great. But this isn't about the build, it's more about the concept of the match, having it in Saudi Arabia. Also, I'll just mention it now, I really like the press conference idea. It's always a little bit cringy because it's pro wrestling and they're trying to do something that they're taking from real fighting sports. But I actually quite liked it. As long as they don't do it all the time, I thought it was quite quirky. But yeah, so that's the purpose of this. So without further ado, I hope you enjoy. And yes, I'm not going to be talking too much about the build and maybe some stuff happens between now and when the podcast comes out on SmackDown that is either really good or really bad and changes people's opinions. But we're mainly talking about it in general. So I hope everyone gets that. I hope everyone enjoys. And let's dive into firstly some reasons why I am excited for this match. So first and foremost, we'll just get the obvious one out of the way. It's good for views. Not necessarily TV views. I don't think that having Logan Paul appearing on SmackDowns and stuff is evidently going to push the show up towards the 2 million rating mark. I think that's been and gone. And whether we'll ever get to those sorts of numbers in wrestling again is a discussion for a whole nother podcast on a whole nother day. But in terms of things like online, and that's the way the world's moving, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube Shorts, YouTube, all of those sorts of views, Logan Paul is very, very good for that. I mean, 
anybody who sort of randomly scrolls YouTube and is into podcasts and stuff will know that your YouTube shorts page just gets jammed full of impulsive clips, which is Logan's own podcast. And obviously his podcast where he actually had Roman on did really well. I believe he's had Sasha Banks on. I think he had Triple H on as well, actually. Um, But it's just a whole new audience that you can tap into. Fans of Logan Paul, fans of podcasts, fans of the internet. Again, TV ratings probably not going to make a difference, but the way we're going, wrestling is all going to move online. Let's let's be honest, TV isn't the place to have a wrestling show. Eventually, it'll probably get picked up by Amazon Prime or Netflix, or the network will change to a point where Raw and SmackDown is on the network instead. I don't really know how it's going to work. I don't really know the technicalities of having a TV show like that, but having views in different places other than on the TV is very good at the moment and somebody like logan paul brings that so having him in the product is good in the first place but having him being the star and being the face of the biggest feud in the company facing the biggest guy in the company that can't be a bad thing i would imagine secondly and and we can we that just is what it is i think i think it just is good for views it it, it maybe it doesn't do anything for views but it gives you the possibility because it's not like you've got people at the moment who can bring back old wrestling fans you know the rock maybe will come back but we don't know yet stone cold has already sort of come back recently seen as doing movies so you need to try and you know you can't bring back the fans who have already gone out i think those sorts of ships have sailed you need to be looking to bring in new wrestling fans, and that's not really been happening recently. The numbers in wrestling have been dropping off so badly, but bringing in internet stars, TikTok stars, that is the way forward, unfortunately, whether we like it or not. And Logan is certainly one of the biggest stars out there for that sort of stuff. I mean, you look at how well his boxing fights with KSI did. Neither of them are boxers, but they're stars. They've got a drinks company, this Prime Drinks. It's doing really, really well. I mean, do you think like me and a random mate could go and start a hydration drinks company and it do this well? No, it's all about the name on the label. So for that reason, it's obviously good. However, I wouldn't be saying that if he wasn't a good wrestler. I hate celebrity cameos and stuff if they can't wrestle, which leads me on to my other good point. Logan is a good wrestler. I mean, the guy's only had a couple of matches, and I think a lot of people actually think he outperformed The Miz in their SummerSlam match. Now, I like The Miz. I think he gets way too much hate and all that, but you can say that he's sort of programmed into the WWE style or whatever. Logan isn't. Logan sort of brings a freshness. You know, he's not just done the whole coming up as a young wrestler in the Performance Center. Sure, he'd gone to the Performance Center, but he's rushed through his training. He's thrown himself in at the deep end, and... He's been fantastic, if you ask me. I think he's done really, really well. Now, whether he deserves a world championship match because he's had a couple of really good matches, yeah, no, he he doesn't. But this is wrestling. This sort of stuff is going to happen. And it leads me on to my last point of why this is good and makes sense is it's on a Saudi show. And Saudi shows sort of brush across this line of real but a bit, quirky anything goes anybody can sort of have any match we've had celebrity matches we've had the dx reunion we've had the greatest royal rumble we've had ricochet fight for the wwe championship no disrespect to ricochet he's one of my favorite wrestlers but he's not exactly treated like a world championship contender in wwe is he we've had kane velasquez at you know in saudi arabia these matches blur the lines 
So it is the right show for Logan to fight there. And if you were going to pick someone a little bit different, at least you know that Logan will have a good match and Roman will bring a good match out of him. I mean, Roman's been on fire ever since he came back a couple of years ago. This will be really, really fun. Like, uh, Logan will make sure he's 100% prepared. Roman, look, will Roman be happy about fighting Logan Paul? I don't, I don't know. I don't know what, Logan's perspe- uh, what Roman's perspective will be on that sort of thing, whether he would rather just be fighting proper wrestlers or if he's happy to do what it takes for the company or, or maybe they all respect Logan already. I, I don't fully know how the minds of professional wrestlers work, but Logan, but Roman will take it seriously and he'll make sure it's a good match and he'll make sure that they both come off well after it. So for that reason, I'm excited. It, it will be fun. And as I said, I'm not going to go into detail about the build and this isn't going out for at least a couple of weeks. So you guys will have seen a bit more of the build than me. And I, so I'm going to go out there and say something that could actually make me look really stupid, but I'm sure the build will be great. You know, they're all really good at the microfo- on the microphone. You throw Sammy in there, you throw Paul Heyman in there. There's plenty going on to create a really, really interesting feud. And I like the thing that they're going with with this whole one punch is all it can take. It doesn't really work if you actually know anything about Logan Paul's boxing career because he's never knocked anyone out. He's never actually won a fight. They are really milking this whole Floyd Mayweather thing. Well, that was an exhibition fight. There was never really going to be a winner or a loser. It just happens that Mayweather was a better boxer than him, outboxed him, but just didn't finish him off. But hey, look, I'm not going to sit here and say that someone surviving a few rounds with Floyd Mayweather isn't impressive because I sure know that I wouldn't, but they're milking it a little bit. But I, I like the idea of it. The idea is that Logan Paul has had professional fights in a real combat sport. And for that reason, he should be able to land a punch that could knock out Roman Reigns. It's an interesting story, and it's a better story than the idea that, oh, maybe Logan can out-wrestle Roman. They're actually accepting the fact that, no, Roman Reigns is the best wrestler in the world, according to PWI. Let's not get into that right now. Um, But, you know, they're, they're accepting the fact that Roman Reigns is an absolute star. Logan shouldn't have a chance, but they're playing into this whole, well, technically anyone can punch anyone and knock them out. And because Logan's done the boxing, it creates a bit more of an interesting story. I imagine they're also assuming a lot of their fans haven't seen Logan Paul's boxing as well, which probably helps. But anyway, that's enough of ragging on Logan Paul for his boxing and stuff like that. But yeah, I think they're the main reasons why I think it's a a good idea. I've got one, I guess, concern. It's, It's not really a concern, but it's just a frustration. So if anybody listened to my podcasts I did two talking about Clash at the Castle, one before talking about why Drew should win and one after talking about why I wasn't a big fan of Solo Sokoa debuting there and I thought it was mistimed. Anyway, if you're annoyed with that and don't like the sounds of it, please do listen to the podcast before you decide that you hate me because I try to put arguments out there for both sides, obviously. That's what we try and do here. Uh, But they're there. They're only a couple of episodes ago. They're quite easy to find wherever you listen to your podcasts. Um, But no... One thing that I said around the time was a good idea and a reason for Drew winning was not just the moment, but also the Roman stuff. The bloodline is awesome, but Roman has been champion for a very, very long time now, especially by modern standards. Him being champion is maybe getting a little bit stale. It's meaning that because he doesn't want to work too many dates, we have no world champion on Raw, which is really annoying. It it makes the show feel really, really... (laughs) 
pointless is a bit unfair but it feels like the b show massively and when it's three hours it's hard to motivate yourself to watch it even though it's been decent lately you just know nothing major is going to happen because the world champion's not there and he doesn't even appear on every smackdown and when he does it's it's the same thing that we've had for the last couple of years great promo paul Heyman does a lot of talking roman does a bit of talking there's a little bit of argy bargy with the usos fish bash bosh it's time for something new and the only thing with logan now fighting is we now know that roman isn't going to drop the belts between now and november the 5th i mean i'm guessing obviously we've got extreme rules coming up so he's probably not going to wrestle at extreme rules and then i think survivor series is before i, I don't think crown jewel it's it's crown jewel and survivor series are the next two pay-per-views after extreme rules i can't exactly remember the order but i'm sure survivor series is before but I think Roman's going to be in the War Games match with the Bloodline, so again, not defending it there. But it means that you know that he's not going to lose the title before Crown Jewel. But because he's fighting Logan Paul, you also know he's not going to lose the belts there. So suddenly now it's going to be another at least three or four months, probably until the December pay-per-view, until there's even a chance that Roman loses the belt. And he's not going to lose it at the December pay-per-view. What's that going to be, TLC normally? It's just not going to happen. And I know people will say, look, he, as soon as he defended against Drew, he was always going to hold the belt until at minimum Royal Rumble, but probably WrestleMania again. But at least give us something that's a little bit more unpredictable. At least when he was fighting Brock, I know I've said before, I never really bought in that Brock was winning the belt, but it's Brock Lesnar, so it, it could have happened. They're not going to put the world title on Logan Paul, so it is just another predictable title defense for Roman. And that's getting a little bit tiring now. I get it, you've got to fill it, because, I mean, apart from Theory cashing in, I just can't see Theory cashing in successfully on Roman anytime soon. I'm not sure where they're going to go with it. I like what they're doing at the moment. You know, every time he runs out, he ends up getting knocked out. It's quite funny. Uh, and I hope they use his cash-in effectively. Maybe they have him cash in to make a match a triple threat, and then he gets pinned by somebody. Like, I thought he might have cashed in in the Drew-Roman match, and Drew would have pinned Theory, because then Drew could have had the belts and had the moment but Roman still wouldn't have been pinned yet. Maybe they do that sometime down the line, but it's not going to happen with Logan Paul. He's not going to be the world champion. So essentially it's just more filler. And how are you supposed to get very excited? You know, I've just watched AEW Grand Slam and I'm probably not going to make a podcast about it, but I really wanted Danielson to win. I'm not going to make a pod about it because I'm not fuming that Moxley's won. I love Moxley, but I would have chosen Danielson. But at least it was a match where it genuinely could go either way and you were happy with whoever won. Logan's not going to win, so it just makes it a little bit predictable. So I think in general, I'm happy that this is the match because it was always going to be filler. But in general, I just don't like this whole Roman's not losing the belts anytime soon. There's no world champion on Raw. I'm ready for a change-up. I can't wait. But also, I can't wait to see what Roman does now for the first time being healed without the belts. There's a load of different ways that they can go with that, which could potentially be really, really exciting. But yeah, to give my opinion, yeah, th that is what it is. It's a little bit 50-50, but I like the match. I think they'll do some really cool stuff, and I think the build is going to be great. But please, please, either give us more potential challengers who can beat Roman or just get these belts off Roman. I'm hoping, I, I mean, the perfect way to do it for me is Cody wins the Rumble and Cody beats McMania, but it's so long. It's another, like, six months away till Mania, and it's so long to have this sort of stagnant championship thing. But anyway, that's my opinion. Please do let me know yours. 
Thank you everyone for listening. Please do follow all the socials, download the podcast, and I will see you all next time. Goodbye.